1: Good afternoon.
2: Welcome to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from central Arkansas, better known as the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer.
3: Well, good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. Hope you're having a super day.
2: Yes, nice. A little mm-hmm. sticky out there, but That's uh, warm.
3: That's okay a little summer. bit of
2: a humidity. That's okay. It's
3: 12th, you know, it's okay.
2: Yeah oh yeah i'm I'm That's not complaining much. I am not complaining
3: yeah. um this
2: has been Rick a it's funny how maybe an image uh on social media will stir up all kinds of uh <laughs> all kinds of speculation uh, so I, I I did not go straight to the horse's mouth. But I got close enough. I, I, I reached out uh, to Brad Harris. He is the head football coach of the uh, bitten Panthers. Now, Joe, I'm 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 driving in and I'm listening to you and John. So, you want to give life to this story?
4: Yeah, yeah. That was that was my bad. Simply because I fell for the image, and there was more to the image. Like he posted an image. Of him in a Tennessee uniform, but then he had a question mark behind it. So, you you know, when you see Tennessee and you see him in the uniform, that says that that's where he's going. But maybe at another time he'll post himself in a Razorback uniform. There you because, go. Um, you would think that maybe today he would have posted in each one with the question mark, but it was only Tennessee. Okay, he has... This is uh, my question, Coach.
2: Anything to Braylon committing to Tennessee? See, I I mean, I pulled over the side of the road. Did not drive and text. Pulled over the side of the road when you said that. And I immediately started uh, sending this out. And uh, Brad said, Not true. He posted a picture with him in a Tennessee uniform recently. He has also posted a picture with Arkansas and South Carolina. So just posting on social media. He is announcing Friday night at 6.30 at the Benton High School Cafeteria. So we all look forward to that time (laughs) to get the official announcement. (laughs) You know, we all sometimes just, uh, I won't say we go hook, line, and sinker, but you know, social media can be... So deceptive. Yes. Because you always do not know, unless you talk to that person himself, what the actual intent was. But this was his way, Braylon's way, of saying, these are my three finalists and South Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas. And I'm putting the question mark, but the only way you'll know for a fact... <laughs> I'm banking on Arkansas. I know way, way, the speculation is right now, Tennessee. Yeah. I'm hearing a bunch of Tennessee.
4: It's even interesting in the process with Braylon altogether is because he originally did commit to Arkansas. Then he decommitted. Yep. And he reopened his recruitment. And uh, now he's going through that process again and trying to make the final decision. Yeah, I
2: mean, you know, one of his initial statements uh, that I saw today on hogsports.com talking about decision time uh, is that this is a situation where he first says, Arkansas is my home. All right. He's talking about staying home. But then he talks about, you know, the meeting room and meeting this guy. At Tennessee, or or maybe that was South Carolina, but anyway, I mean that's the, but that's the nature, yeah, of the beast. When you're that
4: good, you're going to get that kind of attention. Even his profile pic, it looks like an orange background, so it's really deceiving. Yeah, and uh, even even the shades, the shades <laughs> look tinted orange. <laughs> Well, well,
3: John Gruden wore orange tie, but didn't go to Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah.
4: that's something that always happened also. They had everybody questioning where he was going to go for his next move.
3: Yeah.
4: Well, it's funny because, as you all know,
2: in a coach search, back then Gruden obviously was on Monday Night Football, and uh, if he wore a red tie, oh. He's coming to Arkansas. There was no doubt at that point, right? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, instead, he went to the Oakland Raiders. So, um, Steve wants us to start talking more about football. Yeah, well, and I did. That's true. That's true. Right. It was recruiting for football. Yeah.
3: Well, that's right. That's, uh, that's
2: but right. I was going to have... Um, Rick, you can do it, or I can do it. Either way. Uh, but to put the... Um, At least at this point, the final touches on the MLB draft. And we did that more or less with uh, Kevin yesterday, but the draft was still ongoing. Um, I guess it concluded about 6 o'clock our time, uh, central time. But I don't know that there's any – I mean, we went through Jackson Wiggins, Hunter Holland. Tavion Josenberger, Jace Borfin, Jared Wagner, Cody Adcock, Caleb Callie. Callie may be the only one uh, who was drafted. That He was in round 16 out of 20 rounds, pick number 487. I don't know what the slot value, but it can't be much um, by the Seattle Mariners. And I think we have pretty much, uh, maybe Kevin said this, but if you're selected in the first ten rounds of the MLB draft, it's almost automatic that you're going—you're going to sign. The money's too good. Aiden uh, Miller, pick number twenty-seven by the Philadelphia Phillies. Kendall George, uh, round one B, pick number thirty-six. Uh, Nazan Zanatello, round two, pick number fifty to the Boston Red Sox. Walker Martin, round two, pick number 52, San Francisco Giants, Dylan Quinstead, or Qstead, Uh round five, pick 150, Minnesota Twins, and right-handed pitcher, Barrett Kent, round number eight, pick number 234, Los Angeles Angels, I believe is who he and it was drafted by, and then finally, Gabe uh, Geckel, Round twenty, pick five eighty eight. I think it's safe to say he should be coming to Arkansas, and he may have already stayed so. And then the uh, uh, out of the transfer portal, our man Craig Yoho. Man, it'd have been fun to have on,
3: uh, you know, next Yo-ho. next
2: baseball season.
3: Yeah, man, we could have cooked
2: up some a neat intro for him. No
1: Yo-ho. No
2: so anyway. Right-handed pitcher, round number eight, pick number 242, Milwaukee Brewer. So, you got to believe he is Well, gone.
3: here's what Kevin Bohannon shared with us yesterday, and this is kind of cool. So, Arkansas had 13 players that were rated in the top 100 in most uh, recruiting things. Okay, seven of them got drafted. One of them's going to come, got drafted in the 20th round. That means they lost six, but they've still got seven of the top hundred prospects in the country are coming yeah. to Arkansas, so that's a really good deal. And you hate to lose the six, but um, that happens. Uh, the Razorbacks had more players drafted, signees drafted, than any other program in the country, which makes sense when you have the number one recruiting class. But if they um, if they get seven of them on campus plus um, another. What would that be another eight signees that weren't in the top hundred, but some of them were ranked in the top 300, and then you also have six graduate, six uh, transfer portal players coming, plus a lot of players coming back. It makes for a pretty good team next year. I would think so. I would certainly think so. Uh, this
2: from our buzz text line says: All right, Rick, are you linked up to the Asher Wrecker? service company live fan feedback
3: (laughs) yeah because um, I got teased mercifully on that and Damon Poole to his credit he sent me a um, link and so therefore I can be hooked up into the live fan feedback yes now I've got it on my phone so it's pretty small but I can enlarge it soccer fans so you want to talk about soccer is that it
2: I don't know. That was actually at, uh, what, 242?
3: 242, okay. Soccer is coming to Northwest Arkansas. Uh, They're going to bring professional soccer, uh, U.S. Soccer League. Uh, It's not going to be like the top, 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 but it's the next level down. I guess it would be like AAA, and it's coming to Rogers. They're going to bring men's soccer. They're going to bring women's soccer, and they're hopeful of being ready by the summer of 2026. They're going to build a stadium that's going to seat about 5,000. I guess they have the financing behind it. So this is the last live fan feedback that I can see, and it's about soccer. No,
2: you're right. But it's, that not, is. About,
3: but it's not about Northwest Arkansas. Soccer. That is. So, so I just, oh, is it? Okay, so yeah. I'll just
2: share that. No, you're up to date. Okay. Or there you go. both of us are out of date either way, but that's, okay. that's the last one that I've got. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, no, this one is earlier, too. I was about to read one that came in. At 354, I read anyway. Uh, decoy Birmingham and D'Angelo Williams came out of high school the same year and both wanted to be hogs, but H Nutt picked Birmingham because he was the taller of the two. Uh, that is totally false because I I don't
3: think that's true.
2: Through the general, I got heavily involved. In the recruitment of D'Angelo Williams, um, Memphis actually brought over a RV, and which is not apparently against the law of, of uh, against the rules uh, against the rules. And when, but um, they parked an RV in front of D'Angelo's house. I don't know yeah. if that was meant to scare people off or not. They wanted and they got well, D'Angelo.
3: Well, what was the significance of the RV? Did they give it to him?
2: No, 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 no. It it it, it what had was the
3: significance. It, it
2: had it had uh, that they were trying to show D'Angelo and his family how badly they want him to be a Tiger. So they parked an RV in front of his house, which I guess was to scare coaches off. You saw Memphis RV right there, bus, whatever you want to call it.
3: Why well, would any coach be worried about that?
2: Rick, a, I don't know.
3: There's an uh, RV in front of his house. So you're going to be recruiting
2: him. Sometimes talking to you is like talking to the wall. <laughs> well, no, it's not. I'm Joe, a, help no, me out. I just I'm simply a, said, I'm Joe, a simple question. You, I don't a have an answer question.
3: that Memphis did not tell me why they put that. They parked an RV. Okay, so they parked a Trans Am in front of Dickerson's house at Texas A and M and he took it and then he drove it to SMU so <laughs> i'm just saying could they could, they, I don't could know the family why. could the williams family and I said hey that's a nice rv, right, an nice RV but you got we to clean go to all that Tiger stuff
2: way. off of it yeah, maybe he bed. needed
3: maybe his family
2: needed something to tailgate yeah. uh, inside when it came right. to tailgate and they wanted inside. the rv there to help assist them in that. Pro- I don't know why they could have driven it to Fayetteville. Joe, but you know, Joe, it just, well, I mean, listen, <laughs> listen to Rick. I mean, he beats me up over I'm something. I don't you have an, Yeah, you are.
3: Yeah. I don't have an answer for. Him. I don't get why parking an RV in front of somebody's house gets him to go to that school. I am just telling well, please you. Please explain that's to me what how that guy to to did. Okay, would you please explain to me what how that impacted his recruiting decision?
4: Well, D'Angelo wouldn't tell me that. Yeah, he, he went there. It didn't necessarily impact it, but that's what happened. And then he ended up in Memphis, so... You could People connect so the Arkansas dots. Maybe little... an
2: RV still parked right now. Maybe Arkansas
4: should have <laughs> flown when? a helicopter in and landed in the front yard and said, Hey, look at this. But huh? but the dots are connected with the result and where he actually went. <laughs> I really think Rick would argue with the mule.
3: It. I just don't get it. I <laughs> and don't if the get mule it.
2: didn't bray properly, I'm then sorry. he would be arguing with the mule. <laughs> may I,
3: I'm not arguing. How may I, I, may I, I, many times have like I got to tell you? I don't I know. Ask our listening audience if anybody knows the connection between right now. parking an no, RV. In no, front of your house no. and getting a
2: player. Snoring Bob has been paralyzed by this particular discussion. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have never, Josh, have never <laughs> I interjected that RV into this discussion. <laughs> I discussion, said I got heavily
3: involved. And then you can't explain it. Well, if you're heavily involved, you ought to be able to explain to me
2: why the RV and But Bob I wasn't heavily involved with the University of Memphis. I was heavily involved with the University of Arkansas. I'm leaving. I am leaving the arena there in Denton, Texas of north uh, the home yeah. of North Texas. I yeah. just did a basketball game. Yeah. Houston calls me. Says I need your help. It's yeah. not sounding good. Wow. Can you get a hold of coach Campbell and see if we can find out what's going on, but we don't feel good right now about the situation. I said Houston. Do you know they parked an RV in front of their house by the by the way the University of Houston? Did you? I mean University of Memphis. Did you know that?
3: Did it have a big Memphis stuff on the on the side? Yeah, I was told it did. I didn't see it myself. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Okay, so they did. <laughs> so what? <laughs>
4: Well, he had obviously achieved their objective because he became a Memphis
2: Tiger. And I want to talk It gets
4: better because you said you got heavily involved in it. You actually talked to Houston Nut about it. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. But did, did Houston? When you told Houston there was an RV parked in front of his house, what was his response? There was a there was a quarterback down in Texas. I got involved with. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. What was Houston's response on Williams? Did he say, oh, no. No, he
2: said, I the need RV your help. I need you it. to
3: get a hold of Coach Cam. Geez, you're not listening. <laughs> did, he, did he say, my gosh, he the said, RV. And I it's told the him, RV I said, trick. We nobody ever beats that and one. Did I he said, say that? I, I said, I
2: didn't even know about the RV at that particular moment. I found that <laughs> late, out later on. Good gracious. I want to talk to Chuck. Chuck, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive. Help! Call the Beatles out. Chuck, good afternoon. <laughs> yes, Chuck.
3: Hello.
1: Let's there do this, okay. Chuck. Hey. Somebody, hey Chuck can, somebody, I know him lesson. and his family will. Well, well, no, start, start,
2: start from the beginning.
1: <laughs> hey. Okay, I never, ever saw an RV at this house. I'm not saying the general was wrong. But i tell you what did happen when while he was being recruited about what was parked at his house yeah. was a brand-new Avalanche and a brand-new Chrysler for his parents.
3: Hmm. Were those parked in front? Well, that would have more impact than the RV, I
1: can tell you. That. Yes, his, 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 he was handled here in Wynn by Bob Ford, who's dead now. But Bob was a former player for Memphis and kind of a scout for him. In fact, Bob scouted Europe for kickers for the NFL. Yeah, but I can I can swear I mean I I know it's with his stepdad, but he's a decent friend of mine may not be now after this, but uh yeah they parked a they both got a <laughs> uh, mother got a new Chrysler dad got a new Avalanche and it was sharp okay. looking.
3: Huh. Did they deliver him by RV?
1: i never saw an rv there but okay. it could have been
3: well that that makes randy i gotta tell you chuck's answer makes a lot more sense than yours does <laughs> if his parents got new vehicles that's much well than, i mean i'm getting all kinds saw an rv parked in his street it said, uh from the uh
2: 501 recruiter stayed in rv yeah Uh um, well, stayed there okay uh, let's see. Did
3: well, he oh, have well. machine guns in case any other uh, recruiters came by? Or, you know, was he going to make sure that nobody <laughs> else came or what? And then,
1: well, hey, I, w- I will say this about D'Angelo. When he went to college at uh, Memphis, he drove an old beat-up red Chevy Blazer back and forth to college every day. Or, you know, back home when he would come home on weekends. But his parents drove brand new cars.
3: Well, that's a sneaky way to so, do it. That's That works, though, I guess. Well, they and, were able
2: yep. to pay for those automobiles because of the cost of tuition and, and rooming, board, everything else
3: uh, because D'Angelo got a scholarship. Either so. that or maybe Memphis gave them the RV and they sold it and bought the two other cars. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that could be. Randy, I got, I got one suggestion for baseball and college, yes, college baseball and pro yes, baseball. Sir. Let a pro team sign... Player, and then send him to college for a couple years and pay him through NIL.
3: (laughs) Well, that would be a nice idea, except baseball thinks that they once they get them, they think they can do a better job with them than they they appreciate colleges. But they think the uh, they do better, so they're they're not going to. Well,
1: I think I think the same thing should be done with basketball and football. You know, instead of one and done, let somebody sign them. You know, pay them through the season on NIL and then take them after the season. You know, when when I spend my money to help support a university and buy tickets and all that, and then some pro team comes and outspends me, I think I should be able to sue them or something. Hello?
2: I don't no. think you can sue, could you sue the foundation, but you couldn't, you couldn't actually sue the university because, no. in it a state? No, but state. I
1: could, I should be able to sue the pros, that they're taking something, you know, away from me, my my enjoyment, when I've already <laughs> contracted with this kid to pay his commission and educate him, and then the pros come along and say, hey buddy, we're going to give you $100,000 more.
3: Well, I I don't think you're going to win that deal. It's the, we're in a society that you, you never keeps you from making as much money as you can. So that, that, that wouldn't work. Yeah,
1: but we're also in a very litigative society. That is true. And too. I guarantee you there's a lawyer out there that would take the case. Uh,
3: Thank you, Chuck. Yeah, I, I don't know about that one but I'm glad it's I cleared up. The reason why D'Angelo Williams went to Memphis had nothing to do with having an RV parked in front of his house.
2: This game from the 501, I heard Memphis set up an 80-foot-tall Ferris wheel in his yard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rick Schaefer. I'm Andy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment.
4: Get in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. Live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort
5: Studios on 1037 The Buzz. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank, and Chris, you and I've been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this.
6: We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country.
5: And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable.
6: It's not only our
7: financial
5: strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank member FDIC. Tune in each weekday morning from 6 to 10 for Morning Mayhem with David Basil, Roger Scott, Justin Moore from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studios. Like Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort on Facebook and stay up to date with news and special promotions. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action
0: packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at deltawaterfowlexpo.com.
5: Need a new tractor? Zero-turn mower? Maybe even a new utility vehicle? River Valley Tractor has you covered. With Kubota equipment from River Valley Tractor, you'll find tractors that are rated
3: number one in owner experience to take on your toughest jobs with ease. Find them today at rivervalleytractor.com. Work smarter, not harder this year with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think.
4: Every day, we do one thing. Randy Rainwater on location in Searcy Friday at Harding University for the 7-on-7 Sonic Air Raid, presented by Henard Foothills Equipment. Top elite high school football players from the South will be there this weekend at Harding University.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Double B's. I got to go to Double B's. I, I need some. I need some. Uh, I don't. I don't know something for my nerves. Uh, I just. I don't see it here on my list, though, of things that are their daily specials. But I, I, I I just, you know, I had a live in feedback saying that it doesn't take much to get me bent out of shape. Well, you know, Rick can sometimes do that to you. Anyway, uh, they do have the two liter crush and mug, two dollars fifty nine cents. The twenty eight ounce Gatorade G fit for two twenty five. And a 12 ounce Gatorade Fast Twitch for $225. Just an example of many of the specials you'll find at Double Bees. And don't forget, Double Bees also made the Double B's locations that's Chester's Chicken, Big Rock Pizza, and be sure to ask your Double B's cashier about signing up for a rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all the stores. It's Double Beast, where you gas it, grab it, and go make it Double Beast. Let's talk with JoJo. Good afternoon, JoJo.
6: Hey, guys, how's it going? What's up, buddy?
2: Uh,
6: Hey, Randy, speaking of that that RV, and I actually heard it on this show, so I can tell you what I heard. I thought you would remember it, but they were saying that that Arkansas was putting so much pressure on DeAngelo and Memphis didn't want him to waver. So they wanted to make sure they got him to sign when it was legally as early as possible to get him to sign. That's why they camped out in front of his house. So if it was you know, sunrise at 7 a.m., they wanted to make sure they got him to hurry up and sign because he had committed and they didn't want him to waver uh, by Arkansas coming in at the last minute. So that's why they had the RV. They stayed out in front of the house all night to make sure they got him to sign first thing that they legally could get him to sign.
3: Wow. Makes sense. Yeah. I, I mean, makes, makes perfect sense. sense.
6: And, I, I, and I've actually, I, I heard it. Someone was on this show uh, who told that story. And I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was uh, uh, Houston Nut or if it was somebody, but they actually told that story. That was the reason why, because they knew Arkansas wanted him bad, and that they wanted him to get his name on that piece of paper as soon as possible. So once they had him signed, then it didn't matter. So that's why they camped out. And as soon as, I don't know when it was back then, if it was daybreak, if it was 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, whatever time, that they got him to sign, and then it was over with after that.
3: Well, obviously, Houston Nutt should have had one of his assistants in his living room sleeping on the couch. That's the mistake they made. That, that. Well, that They was,
6: couldn't that get him past the armed guard. But he had already committed to Memphis, and Memphis yeah. just wanted to make sure that he wasn't bombarded by Arkansas at the end and maybe, you know, changed his mind. So that's why they got him to ink as soon as they could get him to ink,
3: and it was over with after that. You know, uh, if you remember a defensive back Arkansas guy named Kirk Collins, he played uh, the same same time as Quinn Grovey, and I've told this story before, but it's been quite some time. David Lee was recruiting him, and he's out of Texas, and it was Arkansas and Baylor. And he went back and forth on his commitment, even the day before he signed. He was committed to Arkansas in the morning, Baylor in the afternoon, uh, maybe Arkansas, then Baylor again. And so... 8 o'clock was the time you could sign a letter of intent. And back then, the coaches could actually go to the house and get him to sign or go wherever they were, the high school. And so David Lee was there waiting. I, I don't know if he waited on the porch for an hour or something. Went in, signed him right at 8 o'clock, and he's walking out as the Baylor coaches walk walking. They wanted to walk in thinking he can sign him, and that's how well, Arkansas was the first one there on uh, that morning. And they ended up getting him, and the guy was a really good player for the Razorbacks,
0: defensive back. Hmm. Bart, were you. Hello, good afternoon, Bart. Were you smiling
2: from ear to ear after Nick put 33 on the board last night? What was impressive to me about the 33 was his shooting. He has been struggling with his shooting. The last night, he was on fire.
9: He was
7: on fire. He, I have not seen that type of nick smith with that pep in his step and that kind of what i say funky nick smith where he is just out having fun and just playing the game at a high level i haven't seen that randy rick in about two to three years Hmm. and last night was a prime example of why people talked about him not going or going into the razorback season as a top five as a lottery pick top 10 because he's got that type of talent, Randy. You're right. He shot the ball extremely well, and not just Nick Smith. How about all the raised backs that are coming in and shooting the ball at a very high level? Anthony Black, Jordan Walsh goes four for six from the three-point line. Like, they, and this is what I'm saying, all these guys, all those three guys have pro-type games. I think Anthony Black's probably the one that doesn't transfer as much of the pro because of his shot. Those guys have NBA type game, and the NBA's better suited for their game. And in a high pick and roll, well, Nick Smith and Brandon Mill were something to watch last night.
3: Well, are the baskets are the are the rims larger, or is that why all these shots are going down, or what? Why suddenly are they able to make these shots?
7: Well, the free po- the three point line moved back, so in yeah. theory, yeah, the court is bigger. Well. It 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 does, but what it what it opens up is more space, and there's more gaps to penetrate. For Jordan Walsh, I think it's this: he has more time to look at his out because it's a harder shot, but it's also a bigger distance for a defender to close out, so he's not as rushed. And of course, they're telling him don't pass up on shots, and this is what I said even to my team. I won't take you out for missing a shot, but I'll take you out for not taking a shot. Hmm. And that's what happened with the Celtics. They said, look, you don't don't take a corner three and you're open. Like, that can't happen. The game is built for you to take that shot. Like, you have to take it. And so it frees these guys up, get their hands on the ball, and they know that they're going to get a certain amount of shots and a certain amount of opportunities. And Ricky can play freed up when you have that type of situation going on, in my opinion.
3: Well, you're going, let's go back to what you said about Nick, and, and you're right, we, we haven't seen him play like that at Arkansas, and if you say it's been two or three years since he's done that, what do you think took him so long to, to have that happen for him again? Because now you're going back before he was hurt, too, to saying you haven't yeah. seen him play like that.
7: Well, and I really trace that back to probably high school. I think what... That game reminded me of Nick in the summertime, AAU type of Nick. That's the way he played when he played the finals of the Peach Jam going into his senior year for Bradley Beal. I think a little bit of it is injuries. He had the wrist injury. Then he had the knee injury. And if you look for the first time, his footwork was really dynamic. Guys, I don't know if you can see it the way I see it because I'm a little bit biased to that, but his footwork is off the charts great. And when he's driving, and I feel like he's not favoring that knee and driving off his back foot versus pulling off his front foot, Randy, which is what he was doing in the NCAA tournament, Mm -hmm. he was pulling everything with his front foot. That's why he's getting beat on defense. Because when you don't have knee stability, you can't drive.
2: You Mm -hmm. can't
7: push and really drive off that back foot. So injury is a big part of it. And Coach Musselman's offensive system, it's great. As great as he is his offense can get kind of vanilla at times. There's not a lot of action in the NBA. There's always secondary action on the other side of the court. People are moving, ball screens, drifting corners. We didn't have a lot of that at Arkansas. So I think that plays into it as well.
2: It almost makes you want the college game to adapt the NBA three-point line and the 24-second shot clock. Because, I, th- I mean, you. if you're not moving in the pros with 24 seconds, it may take you upwards to eight or so seconds sometimes to get it from the end line to the half-court line into the front court. It only leaves you about 16 seconds or so uh, to get your offense in action. So if you're not moving, you're in trouble.
7: You're in trouble. And, Ray, with the, me and you were big fans of the shot clock at high school. Mm-hmm. And all levels Absolutely. Year, we've always been huge fans. I will say, and I don't know if you agree with this. I was shocked at the amount of shot clock violations I did not see in in, in the school season. A lot of these teams were shooting the ball with 10, 11 seconds left. They mm-hmm. were really working on a twenty-four second shot clock anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: Bring it all down to twenty-four. If the top levels doing it, high school can do it, college can do it. Move the move the line back, give them the same ball. Hey, I'm I'm all for that. I think it helps the game.
3: I think you'd have to ask, uh, as someone who probably wouldn't think that's a good idea, do they, in the pros, because I don't watch much pro basketball, so you'll have to tell me, do they dog the ball carrier in the backcourt? Sometimes. If, uh, well, because you see, you see a lot of that in college basketball. And so if you're yeah. dogging the guy in the backcourt, and now all of a sudden, as you said, you, you get into the front court, and you only have 15 or 16 seconds to, to even set up an offense... Um, I think that extra five seconds makes a big difference. And I, I think you probably it, also see more college yeah. teams. They're going to put on uh, full court pressure in the backcourt. I mean, not everybody, but at least at times they'll use it where you probably don't see that in the pros very often.
7: that That's a good point, Rick. And, but we're already seeing, I don't know if you guys noticed the foul rule change, where it's not six and one and one anymore. They're doing it in resetting school, per yeah. quarters.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: Five and so that's the nba type game because that's what they do it's fouls per quarter puts you in a shooting puts you in a bonus situation so they're trying to move i think that's rick i don't know if you agree that's an error to try to get like a lot in baseball to try to make the game move very smoothly and fluidly without the stop start stop start so i think we're seeing a little bit of that trickle down but you're right pressure in the backcourt heat
2: up a lot of time. Now it used to be Bart. Uh, I, I don't know if they've changed it over the years, uh, but if you had a foul in the back court, uh, they shot free throws. They only shot one free throw, but they used to shoot yep. free throws if there was a foul in the back court, which somewhat discourages teams uh, to apply that back court pressure. But that may not be the case anymore. But I mean, you just don't see a whole lot of pressure unless you're down to the final 30 seconds or so of each half where there might be pressure in the backcourt. But that's mainly uh, to prevent maybe a last-second shot more than anything
7: else. That's right. So would you – I don't know if you guys watched the game before Nick when they played before he went off. The one thing I love about the NBA, and I wish the college game would get it in high school, when you commit a foul, when you call a timeout at the end of the game, being able to take it out at half court versus the baseline makes the game a lot oh, more
2: interesting. absolutely. I'm totally in favor of that. Hang on, Bart. we got to hit, yeah. hit the break. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Brainwater, plus Bart Reed. Drive Time Sports continues.
4: Join 103.7 The Buzz as First Security Bank presents coverage of the 2023 SEC Media Days. Listen for live reports from Nashville.
5: What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T-Center. Look, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, and as well they should be, and you should join the convo if we're being honest. Just make sure you do your homework and you go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T-Center. It's where I get my levels checked. At Low T-Center, it's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results back in about 25 minutes. Let me be clear. This is not a typical doctor's office. It's concierge medicine exclusively for all of us men here's the deal if you've been feeling tired grumpy noticed weight gain and or loss of muscle mass your t levels may be low low t treatments are affordable and convenient options including physician monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month right now at low t center it's only 25 dollars to get your t level tested so what are you waiting on go to lowtcenter.com to book your appointment online that's low t low t center reinventing men's health care And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is hamburger steak for only $7.49 per pound. Paired with mashed potatoes for just $4.49 per pound. Luxury Pool and Spa has a new location on Stanford Road in Conway in addition to the Russellville location. They carry ledge lounger furniture, PK grills, pool life,
4: and buckless seal pool chemicals along with Serona Spa chemicals. Live the life of luxury with Luxury Pool and Spa. LuxuryPoolArkansas.com
9: Howie, who is Robert Irwin
6: Jewelers? Well, the short story is my own. Uncle- Robert and my dad, Irwin. They founded the company in 1977. So what's made Robert Irwin Jewelers so successful? We just do things differently. Like what? Well, for one thing, we give you peace of mind because we've got the meant to be guarantee. When you buy your loose diamond and your custom-made engagement ring, you've got one full year to return
5: it. If it's meant to be, it's from Robert Irwin Jewelers. Bigger,
9: brighter diamonds, better prices.
5: Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. Dealing with HR is hard. There are 36 forms new employees have to fill out, a team handbook to read, company core values to memorize, and oh by the way, you've got approximately zero room to make a mistake on their paperwork. Good luck! If you need help with HR, talk to the payroll company. They can handle recruiting, onboarding, HR best practices, handbooks and policies, payroll, and training. So all that's really left for you to do is take your new employees to lunch. Mmm. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit more than
4: Have something to say to 1037 the Buzz? Say it all on the Asher Record and Recovery Y-Fan Feedback. Comment your suggestions, ask your questions, and tell your opinions, all on the Asher Record and Recovery Y-Fan Feedback. Ask for Asher.
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center, next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network.
3: Ever take four kids to tacos for life? Oh man, okay. Are you sure this is what you want? Uh, I'm certainly happy for the two tacos uh, combo meal because all these kids just have to eat at least two tacos. They got to eat chips. They got to have some of them want the queso. One of them wanted guacamole last night. One of them wanted salsa. It's just, it's, it's amazing. It's a free-for-all. And then when you're halfway through, two of them are immediately saying, when do we get to come back? It's just amazing how much these kids love tacos for life. And you're going to love Tacos for Life. You're either a your kid, adult, in between, no matter what you are, you're going to love it because all their tacos are fresh. They're absolutely fantastic. Uh, we had a one that ordered quesadilla last night. He absolutely loved it. You're going to like anything you get. And remember this, every time you purchase a meal at Tacos for Life, you're providing a meal for someone who's food insufficient somewhere else in the world. Well over 30 million meals now given away by Tacos for Life in the last Nine plus years. You'll love it. Tacos for life. <sighs>
2: you may be hungry. Tacos for life. <laughs> oh, no. Twenty-four hundred Cottondale Lane in <laughs> oh, no, Little Rock. Not again.
3: Not again. You, you pulled that once, Randy. I don't know if they're going to do it every time you bring it up. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have. Well,
2: no, you. Uh, you were on the list to do tacos for life yeah, maybe I, if you'd done that at 6.30 yeah. I wouldn't have been able oh, you know okay. I could have handled it better <laughs> but, you know at 4.30 it's a little or yeah 4.45 a mm-hmm. little different story
0: All right, let's check in with uh, Johnny.
2: Johnny, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports.
10: Good evening, guys. Good evening. Uh, hey, John. I'm sorry I don't have a uh, basketball question for Bart, but I've got one for the baseball. We've been talking about, y'all been talking about minor leagues and the draft and so forth. And I was thinking that uh, Major League Baseball... And the minor league signed a new agreement. They did where the player will get better pay. Yes. Uh places to live and yes. better per diem. Is that not correct?
3: That is correct. It's a better life. It's still not uh, an extravagant salary by any means, but remember the old say class A salaries were what anywhere from thirteen to seventeen thousand. They're up over that. I think they may be in the twenty eight to thirty range. By the time you get to triple A it's decent but um, it's still not out, outstanding. You, you don't make a lot of money in baseball till you get to the major leagues. Their travel is better, and, yes, they are supposed to provide housing, but sometimes that may mean three or four players in an apartment.
10: Well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that maybe some of these players may sign because the living conditions yes, are going better. to be better now in the than minor leagues and they that's, that,
3: that's correct. Well, and the, and the housing is provided whereas in the past it was not, so you not only made anywhere from thirteen to 17000 if you're in Class A, you also had to pay for your housing. That's true. Yeah. So this is better, yes.
10: Well, that's all I had. I just uh, thought, you know, you've been talking about baseball yeah. quite a bit, mm-hmm. and I was thinking they got a better deal now than what they used to have. They do.
2: Thank you, Johnny. Let's check in with uh, Tim. Tim, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports.
9: Hey, Randy, Rick, uh, Bart,
2: how y'all doing today? Man, doing great, Tim. How about good.
9: you? How you doing? I'm doing good. It, it sounds like all of our basketball boys are going to shine out, out there in the NBA. They're that, doing well.
2: If but, you are wanting to watch tonight, as an example, Stanley Amude is with the Detroit Pistons. I watched him play the other night. He didn't look, I mean, he looks good. That is 5 o'clock ESPN 2.0. Oklahoma City with Jalen Williams. They're playing Indiana, 6.30 tonight, NBA TV. Orlando plays at 7 o'clock. Adis Tony and Anthony Black are part of Orlando's roster, 7 o'clock ESPN. Then Boston, the nightcap, 9 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, Boston with Jordan Walsh taking on the Los Angeles Lakers.
9: Just makes you proud to be a Razorback fan.
2: Yes, sir. Good
9: representation. Hey, your, uh, yeah, and Randy, on your on your question about the RV.
0: <laughs> yes, sir.
9: <laughs> I'll go back to that. <laughs> uh, this boy's got a plan. I guarantee you. Remember, there's a, porter, a portal out there. Yeah.
3: yeah. Now we're talking about a guy that's already his career's already over. Yeah, I mean
2: this this has been <laughs> several
3: years. Ago. Ninety what? Yeah. Four,
9: five, oh. six, something like well, that. Yeah. Well, okay, well, I, I was thinking y'all was talking about today. I was like, man, no, i but, the
3: portal. But, you know, if somebody gave you an RV in recruiting, then you could obviously use it to go to And
2: then go store. round up
3: other recruits. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
9: well, well, my plan was uh, I thought he was going to get the cars for his mom and dad. Ride the Dilley. RV Dilley back Dilley to, to Memphis.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah ride the, the RV
9: back to Memphis.
2: And he had a train. <laughs> Pulling all these uh, vehicles from Memphis uh, being towed by the RV, right? (laughs)
7: Yeah, whatever.
2: (laughs) Tim!
9: No, no, it sounds like all the guys are going to shine in the NBA, though.
2: Looking good right now. Yes, they
9: are. But uh, y'all have a good day. I'm enjoying the
7: show.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, Tim. All right, I'm going to share... I'm sorry.
7: To 10th point, let me say this about Ricky Council. He's probably the one guy that's making the most of his opportunity. Boy, is he not contract. looking good, Bart? Yes, sir. He is going out there and laying it on the line. and He's showing his multitude of talents, defending, getting loose balls, blocking shots, finishing through contact. He's got a real chance to make this roster, guys. And on a two-way, there's only one per team. He can make some real NBA money if he makes that roster.
2: I think he's going to make it. He's... He's shown enough potential so far. Yep. He's just got to finish strong throughout the entire summer league. Uh, this is from our bus text line. He said, this is Lewis. I'd like to answer Rick's question about why the shots are going in. It's yeah. the same thing I've said when I've called the show before. The guys aren't playing 36 to 39 minutes a game, so their legs are a lot fresher. And I and it did, which didn't make sense when you had three talented, four-star players sitting on the bench. Bart, I got to believe, just as we've heard this with other sports, but some players may be great college players, but some are are going to be better pro players just because right. the game fits their game better than what it may have. At the collegiate That's level. That's exactly
7: right. That's exactly right. And Bobby Portis has shown with effort and defense, you can make a long career. That kind of fits in Jordan Walsh. Anything off the dribble, you guard Nick Smith one-on-one with a big court, downhill with a ball screen, is going to be tough to do. And on that note, Randy, this breaking news here because Nick just texted me. So it's official. So he signed his New Balance shoe contract. So he is with New Balance. New Balance is Nick is the Nick Smith Junior is the only player that New Balance is signing in the draft.
1: Wow! So they have
7: Kawhi Leonard, Nick Smith. So there's no can't talk about the specifics of the deal, but let's say this: it's nice. Nick's going to have his own shoe. He's I, I saw him kind of branding it out there in the uh, summer league, but he inks his deal with New Balance, and so there you go. Big do things you, happening already.
2: Do you need my yeah. shoe size so You're that good. New Balance can send yeah. me the shoe?
7: Everybody. Let's get everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. That's
3: great. Good That's for
1: you. That's
2: fantastic. Yeah. 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 See, I don't think of New Balance and basketball going together. Are they Are, no, they, 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 are they trying to break into the uh, basketball yes, they, shoe world?
7: Yes, and they're starting on the circuit, the grassroots circuit, the high school. So they're kind of doing their New Balance thing. And I have people with the Kawhi Leonard, the New Balance. Randy, they swear by them. They won't wear anything else because they're so comfortable. So that was kind of their first basketball shoe hmm. out, So they are
3: comfortable. I'll well, and you got to have balance to play, right? That's right. Uh, yeah, that makes it easy. That's an easy sell. Uh, how you like to, How would you like to wear old stumble? Uh, that wouldn't be very good. <laughs> or old hickory,
2: <laughs>
3: if you have wooden feet. Bart, I'm so glad you laugh every now and then because Randy's—he's no fun.
7: <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I I'm glad you do,
2: Bart. <laughs> All you did is inspire Rick for the next time that you come on. So, <laughs> to tell more. To tell yeah. more.
1: Uh, All right, Barnes Bart. Great, I'm happy That's for him. Really, that is
3: a good deal. Glad
1: for him. We'll
2: talk with you tomorrow. That is Bart Reed, pure sweat basketball skills, thanks to Martin Orthopedics. Hour number two, straight ahead.